0: And you may have seen her on Dateline, 48 Hours, CNN, NBC, ABC, O'Reilly Factor, and many other shows, including her own 90-minute PBS television special, Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash privacypiracy. Hey, Murray, what's our show about today? Well, Lloyd,
1: today our show is about money. And I have this wonderful book in front of me by Randy Hammond called The Safe Money System, 2nd Edition. And the subtitle is Uncommon Wisdom to Secure Your Retirement Without Wall Street's Risk. And what's really fun is I met Randy recently. He is in our office building and a great guy. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about him. But, you know, we often talk about financial privacy and privacy is really important For everyone knows that you don't want everybody to know exactly how much you have in your bank account, what your investments are. It's pretty scary in this day and age. But Randy has some great advice in his book, and I thought it was really important because it's really for everyone, whether it's the students here on the campus, the professors, or the business people driving by, or anyone else in the entire country that's listening in. We all get concerned about money and we have to make wise decisions, so I thought this book would be great to talk about but first let me tell you about Randy He has a really interesting background after 11 years playing professional baseball Randy Hammond huck hung up his cleats and joined a prestigious Wall Street firm and then what he saw there shocked him so deeply that he walked away from a lucrative career as a stockbroker he didn't want to be a part of all that misinformation process anymore So he has spent the last 30 years as a tax and retirement planning strategist. He created the Safe Money System to protect individuals and families from investment strategies that put their retirement savings at risk. Throughout his career, none of his clients has ever lost a dime using this system, which he shares in this book that I just told you I have sitting right here in my hand, The Safe Money System, Uncommon Wisdom to Secure Your Retirement without Wall Street's risk. Well, all of us are really worried about that, but I am going to give you his website, and then we're going to talk at dot uh, com. So Randy, thanks a lot for joining me. And Randy's also a radio host, so it's kind of a fun thing for us to interview him, who's a real pro himself.
0: Amari, well, thanks for having me. I look forward to our fun little time together and like my friends tell me, I have a great face for radio.
1: Me too. The older I get, it gets even better. <laughs> so let's talk about why you wrote this book.
0: I'm, I'm 60 now. I think the, the closer I got to thinking about retirement, I reflected on my career, which started back in 1980. And as you remember, interest rates for mortgages were 16%. You could go down to the bank and get CDs at 12 to 14 percent. Fixed annuities with no risk were paying 12 to 14 percent. Inflation was running double digits. Unemployment was high. It was pretty much like it is now a mess. Yeah. And, I, and I look back on the 32 years since then and I realized all of the misinformation that I walked away from when I stopped being a stockbroker in 1982, 83, I guess it was middle of 83. And I realized that after all this time, I had really done pretty well by my clients. I, nobody has ever lost a dime with me. I've invested over $130 million personally. And uh, I've used annuities and government bonds and CDs, all safe stuff. And it's wonderful to have clients that will take my phone calls. So I did it out of a, basically a reflection of anger over what I've seen the last 32 years and also gratitude that my clients have stuck by me.
1: That is great. Now tell us though. Right now we're in another financial crisis in this country, a total economic crisis. How did how did we get into this?
0: Well, as as you know, because you're a financial person, you're a legal person. You know, life and and seasons are very cyclical, and you know, real estate every eight to ten, twelve years there's a and Valley in real estate. Same with the stock market. I always talk to my stockbroker friends, and they can pretty much plan if they're going to stay in this misinformation game where they're passing on information that they don't really know if it's verifiable or not from analysts and the Wall Street uh, you know, analysts and newspaper pundits that are all telling you, stay, stay, stay in the market no matter what. You know, it's every five to seven years that the stock markets have a shakeout. And it's really tough to maintain a long-term career doing that. So the mess we got into is a self-perpetuating mess that Wall Street's machine keeps us in. And it really got compounded, I think, about 20 years ago when the majority of Americans never used to be in the stock market. The stock market was always to raise money for the wealthy. And I remember my granddad and my dad, my dad worked for Edison, he was a lineman. When he retired, he had a pension. My granddad had a pension. Your dad had a pension. Eighty-five percent of Americans in the mid-'80s had a pension where they work, get a gold watch, and they got some income, and they had their Social Security on top of it. Today, because of what Congress, lobbied by Wall Street, has done, only 27 percent of Americans that work for corporations have a core pension. Mm -hmm. Everything is laid off on them to come up with a plan, a savings vehicle, and a strategy that will allow them to retire on what they used to have given to them by a core pension plan. That's one of the reasons we're in the mess we're in right now, because guess what's happened to people's retirement accounts two times over the last 10 years? A dramatic drop in the stock market, and you cannot retire when that happens.
1: No, I know. And it's scary for me because I'm getting older, too. So tell us, what is the safe money system?
0: It's like all systems, there's the end in mind and then the process along the way. The end in mind is financial security, absolute financial security. It's the safe money system is meant for money you can't afford to lose. If you've got money you can afford to lose, those are the people that should be in the stock market. Those are the people that should be out putting money into venture capital, because if they're smart, but even the wealthy need a safe money system. In other words, if I've got $100 million, because I've sold my company, I'm a rock star, a musician, a professional fighter, whatever it is I've done, I've still got money out of that $100 million that I can't afford to lose. But what do we see? We see guys who burn through it. The Mike Tysons in my book, I have a chapter called What the Heck Happened to Mike Tyson's Millions? Mm -hmm. And and, and NBA, you know, within five years, NFL and NBA players are broke five years after retirement. Eighty percent of them are broke by the time five years after their retirement. Why? Mm -hmm. Because people don't know what the word enough is. And what the safe money system is trying to do is to teach them that there's a certain amount of money that you can't afford to lose. And if you've got more than that, go ahead, but only invest in things that you control and that you understand.
1: Yeah, yeah. So how do you get growth for accounts without risk? How do you do that?
0: Well, you and I, if we read the papers, we watch the the so-called experts on TV, we listen to most financial advisors, they'll tell you that you've got to be at risk to get the reward, right, risk-reward. That's, right. been, that's been the ABCs, and I know the, the students and faculty at UCI are in the same boat. When they're looking on what to do with their money, they're being led to believe by everything they're reading and hearing that if you don't take chances, you don't get the big payoff.
1: Right.
0: But do you realize over the last 10 years, if your money had been in a CD at the bank, that you'd have 40% or more right now, then you would have if you put it in the stock market yeah. because, of, because of two 50% drops in the stock market. Yeah, And if you had 100,000 10 years ago, today in the stock market, you'd only have about 85,000 still with all this growth and what's going on. If you had 100,000 in a CD growing at even 4%, you'd have darn near $150,000. Right. Right. Instead of eighty five. Right. I'm a math. I'm, numbers are my friend. And I, I, I bring this up to people because there are just people that don't understand the fuzzy math that Wall Street keeps throwing at you. If you lose 50 percent, you need 100 percent to get back to even. Yeah. And that's happened twice. And they're still not back to even.
1: No, I know. I lost a lot. That's I'm one of those people. So why don't you explain the, the four pillars and the power of indexing?
0: Well, uh, my safe money system, I call it the four pillars of a financially secure plan. And that's in my book in Chapter Mm 5 of the safe money system. Mm -hmm. The first thing is guarantee of principle. Don't lose money. The second thing is you need to have some liquidity and flexibility. So if you need to access that money along the way, now keep in mind we're talking about money earmarked for retirement you have access and liquid, uh, liquidity. So guarantee access and, and uh, to flexibility. The third thing is you want to have the growth of the stock market because the stock market does grow, but you don't want to have the risk of the stock market. So how do you do that? I have vehicles that you are paid interest based on what the stock market does, but your money is not in the stock market. They're called fixed index annuities or fixed annuities. And then if I don't have clients in that, I have them in government bond or bond funds, which have done very well over the last 20 years as well without hardly any risk. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. growth without risk. The last pillar is you want to make sure you have a, an investment program that has a lock-in mechanism so that whatever growth you have along the way... Will not be subject to any risk or decline at a time when you can least afford it, i.e., right before retirement. Right. So the four pillars: guarantee, flexibility, growth without risk, lock it in so you don't lose it.
1: So why do you call Wall Street a casino?
0: Well, I the the analogy is when I go when I was a stockbroker, and I and I you know. The old adage about he who was can talk about it. When I was a stockbroker for three years, I was pretty good. But you know what I was? I was nothing more than a salesman. Yeah. I thought because I had graduate work in business, a business degree and whatnot, even though I'd been a jock you know, for 11 years as a pro baseball player, I still went through some pretty good training. And I realized that the information that I was getting from the Wall Street firm, I could not prove it. I couldn't really understand it, but I was touting it as gospel truth to people who I needed for them to invest with me so I can make a living.
1: Right, right.
0: Now, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a movie about 1984 called Trading Places with Eddie Murray and Dan Aykroyd.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember.
0: And you remember the scene in the boardroom where the 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 story was Don Amici... Uh, and uh, Ralph Bellamy were the two Duke brothers who own this commodities Wall Street firm. Mm -hmm. And Eddie Murphy, on a bet, they said they could bring this guy in off the streets and make him a Wall Street guy. Well, they sat him down at the boardroom and they showed him all these commodities. They said, here's gold, here's coffee, here's bacon for pork bellies, here's orange juice for, uh, you know, for trading oranges and so forth. And, And they said, now, people, some people get their research, and they think it's going to go up, and they bet accordingly. Right. And other people get research, and their research says it's going to go down, and they bet accordingly. And the Don Amici looks at, at Ralph Bellamy, his brother, and says, tell him the good part. <laughs> and he says, the good part is, no matter what happens to the investors, the Duke brothers make a commission. Right, right. What do you think about that? <laughs> and Eddie Murphy looks up at the camera, and he said... Well, it sounds like y'all a couple of bookies to me. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Mari, that fundamentally changed. That was my aha moment. That changed my life because from that day forward, I never again put my clients at risk with information that I didn't study, come up with, and could verify because their money is too important. Their retirement, their dreams are too important than for me to put them at risk Putting them in things that I can't verify. And time after time after time, history has shown that Wall Street is no more than a bunch of bookies that are giving you the overs and unders and point spreads based on inside information. That's my opinion, but it's pretty well documented that that's a pretty strong opinion.
1: Pretty scary. We're speaking with Randy Hammond, who is the author of the Safe Money System Second Edition. Uncommon Wisdom to Secure Your Retirement Without Wall Street's Risk. So this is great. Randy, why do qualified retirement accounts never let you retire? People think that they are going to let you retire. Why don't they?
0: Well, they're, if, if you think about where they come from, they are a congressional mandate based on some really smart bean counters that, that get together and figure out, What's going to be the best thing for the government in the long term? Now, what, what did you say, Randy? <laughs> qualified retirement plans are not really meant to be your retirement. They're meant to be the government's retirement. Because if you put money into a qualified retirement plan, and let's just say for math, you're in a 30% combined state and federal bracket. So for every thousand dollars that you put in there, it only cost you seven seven hundred dollars okay. because of the tax savings.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right, you pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. Twenty years from now, now do you? Th- let me ask you. You're, you're bright. Do you think with everything going on with the with the seventeen trillion dollar deficit and where we're headed right now, the taxes in the next ten years are going to be higher or lower? Higher. And I think most people say higher. So if, if I'm getting a 30% tax benefit and 15 years from now, taxes are higher. By the way, if I take that money out right now, I got a 30% tax benefit, but I got, I got to pay a 42% tax.
1: Right, right.
0: Because it jumps to a 33 and a nine in the state of California, for instance. Hmm. Well, right there, that doesn't make sense. And then when you take into account that if that's in a qualified plan and you build up all this money and you die and it goes to your estate, not your spouse because they can roll it over to an IRA, but if it goes to your estate, your estate has to not only pay that large tax, but they got to pay potential estate tax on that money. Mm. I've seen some clients that have as high as 85% in tax on something they got a 30% benefit.
1: Wow. So the that, rob- that's
0: just in a nutshell by concept on why I don't own an IRA, and I'm in the business of saving for retirement.
1: Okay, so how about a Roth IRA? That's where you pay the taxes first, and then you, then you don't pay taxes later, right?
0: That's exactly right, and I think that's, that's the next best thing to what I've discovered uh, that I use for myself and my clients, and I'll get to the next thing, but the next best thing being a Roth is that you put the money in, it's like the old Fram oil filter, you pay now or pay later, So you pay now. Right. And then down the road, after five years, or when you turn 59 and a half, you're able to yank the money out tax-free. Right. That's a great thing. Yeah. But here's the problem. Okay. If you're 40 years old and you're doing this and you need the money along the way at 50 or 55 and you yank it out, all of the gains on that money are going to be taxed and penalized. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. Second thing that happens. So you you are along the way you've got this money and you can put as much as fifteen, sixteen thousand, up to twenty one thousand in your qualified plan, your four oh one K SEP IRA, four oh three B as a teacher. You can put that much money away, but how much do they let you do if you're under fifty in a Roth? Five thousand yeah. dollars. So they're limiting this great gift. They're limiting how much I can put in it and they're also telling me if you need it for some reason you are out of luck as far as accessing us without us nailing you with large taxes and penalties. So I think it's, it's the next best thing, but the best thing that I have ever seen for accumulating wealth and having tax-free income down the road is a life insurance policy that's properly structured, where you're putting money into it, it accumulates tax-free, it pays out to you through loans tax-free, And if you pass away, it goes to your beneficiaries tax-free. That's what I use for myself, my wife, Crystal. That's what I, when it's appropriate, I recommend to a lot of my clients because a lot of them can't get life insurance. They're too old for it and so forth. But for most people, it works and it works very well. The other thing I use for retirement, believe it or not, and I don't make any money doing it, I tell people buy real estate. Yeah. Buy it wisely but buy real estate, because with the leverage and the tax benefits along the way, nothing is going to outperform real estate over a twenty year period of time. i don't care how many bad cycles as long as you're not stupid and listen to the people on t v and the radios telling you if you don't get in now you're you're too late when that's happening, as we found out, and we find out every seven to ten years it's too late when they're when you're taking a pulse and giving you a loan
1: right. So getting back to that life insurance, you're talking about um, a whole life policy that is kind of like an, an annuity, right?
0: Well, it's, it's, called, it's called an index universal life. You want a universal life because you want the flexibility. If you needed to lower the death benefit down the road, you can do so. With a whole life, you can't. Uh, and if you want to change the amount of money that you were contributing to it, you can in other words, you might go in there and say, well, I planned on 1000 but I need to lower it down. Um, but, yes, when property has to be properly structured, it has to be by, done by somebody like me who's been doing this for 30 years who knows the, the IRS codes about how to structure it properly. Basically, you can max fund and accelerate a life insurance retirement plan, if you will. It is like an annuity. Except that you can take the money out tax-free through loans that they, they have in the IRS code, tax-free loans. And, then and when if you're th- under 50, mm-hmm. you could, let's say you have 100,000. You can put in four payments of 25. If you're over 50, you have to do it over five years. That's the quickest you can max fund a life insurance policy that you're going to use along the way college education, emergencies or converted to a tax-free retirement income down the road.
1: So when you take that money out as a loan and you pay it pay it back, you're paying yourself back and so there is a tax deduction when you do that as well?
0: No, there is no tax deductions for this strategy at all. Oh, okay. This is after-tax dollars. Okay. The loans you don't even have to pay on along the way. Let's say that mm-hmm. I've over time built up a couple hundred thousand and I borrow 50 out. The 50 Uh, after 10 years doesn't even have a, it's called a wash. In other words, if they're paying for, they would would pay you seven and charge you seven, so there's a wash if it's after 10 years. I see. So there's no cost there, and when you die, the death benefit is decreased by the loan. Right. But it's still tax-free as far as the balance.
1: Right, right. So what about, uh, what about the truth about home equity management?
0: Well, that's, a, that's an interesting. Uh, right before this phone call, I had a client that I've known since 91. She's 59 my age. And she came in here. I hadn't seen her in about four or five years. She's a teacher. And we were just sitting down talking about her accounts. And then she sat down and said, well, you know, on your advice back in oh two, I bought a condo. And she said, that condo I paid 159000 and it's now worth two fifteen. Mm-hmm. And this is after a 35% drop in the market.
1: Right. So that's good.
0: And she had a house uh, in Garden Grove that's doing all right. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's come back a little bit, not great. But the bottom line is, this lady is, has enough money to take loans out of her house and put it into a side pile in a CD or bond fund or whatever, you're not really supposed to, you never should take money out of your house and put it at risk, ever. Okay. I don't care if it's a reverse mortgage. I don't care if it's a refi on your rental property. Never take money that you've made out of your house and plow it back into an investment that can lose money. Now, even real estate, when bought, bought properly, if you have the staying power, and only you know that, and your advisor should know that, Real estate can make sense, but how many people do you and I know that refinance their house in 05, by real estate, and they've lost everything? Yeah, yeah. So what, they, what I tell them to do in managing their, their real estate equity properly is to look at your budget, look at your taxes, look at your equity. And if your budget allows you to increase your mortgage by taking money out of your house and putting it into safety like I told my clients to do between 04 and 07. Those people, most of them now, and a lot of them are self-employed, can't even qualify to get the same loans now in their own house. Mm. But because they did it, I'm included in that pile. My wife and I took 300,000 out of our house in Laguna Niguel, and it's sitting in a life insurance contract and a CD combined, and if I am disabled, or there were some financial issues. I've been blessed. I've had the three best years of my life the last three years when everybody else is in financial services is scrambling because yeah. I never lose any money. Right. So people stick with me. But if something did happen, I'm not going to lose my house because I've got a pile of money over here that I can get and access.
1: Yes.
0: Now the other thing is with this lady, I said you need to. Re-. She has a condo paid off, a couple hundred thousand dollar condo paid off. And she's getting, after everything's said and done, about 600 bucks a, uh, a month positive, that she doesn't really need because she's still teaching. I said, take 100 grand out of that condo, put it away, build it up for the next 10 years until you retire, because you'll still have a positive cash flow. The renter's paying the mortgage payment, but you're sitting with 100 grand over here in case there's a major catastrophe financially in this country, mm-hmm. including what do you do if the real estate goes down? Has anybody ever heard that real estate goes down in this country? Do you live in Florida, Phoenix, or Vegas? So your money's out of your house to safety, and you don't reinvest it in anything that can lose money, and you manage it properly, and that's how I manage home equity.
1: Well, that is a perfect way to end, and I want to thank you so much, Randy. Why don't you just give your website again, and uh, he is the author of The Safe Money System, and obviously he knows what he's doing, so just give your website for us, Randy, and we'll have to say goodbye.
0: If anybody would like to download my book for free, go to my website, thesafemoneysystem.com, thesafemoneysystem.com. If you have any questions about this, you can contact Mari, or you can email me at randy at com.
1: And, it's, and a great, it's a great book. Thanks so much, Randy. You take care, and we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Mari, thanks for the time to talk. I appreciate it.
1: Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank, host of Privacy Piracy. Join us every Monday morning at 8 a.m. and visit our website at kuci.org/privacypiracy, where you can see our upcoming guests, download podcasts, and write us emails about what's important to you about anything like financial privacy, healthcare privacy, or privacy in the information age. Thanks. Bye. Stay private.
0: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.